Do you want to talk about how you're feeling right now? Oh, so many questions. What does this mean? What do I do? <laughs> Go on! Tell them what you think! I liked it. I think your calculations may have been off. I think it's all right. I just have a lot of feelings. This pleases me. These are perfectly normal feelings. Do you even know what you sound like when you talk like that? Now, shall we begin? Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Real Feels Podcast and this edition of What Are You Watching? Our in-between episode where we're taking our normal segment that we were doing in our movie review episodes. And you know what? We just want to highlight it. We want to give you guys something to put into your ear holes while you wait for our next movie to be reviewed. Or Real drop. feels what you're watching. <laughs> Excellent. Every other week, the opposite week, <laughs> comes to that. Yeah. Boost our downloads <laughs> artificially. <laughs> Swing subcontent that's not as good, but still it's kind of good. I kind of still like it. Kind of get excited. Yeah. Oh, oh good lord. But so we yes, like it. We like it. And, you know, we're going to be coming to you with things that we have been watching intermittently throughout the time in between our recordings of our movie reviews. We'll also maybe Nathan will give us a, a nice insight to a board game that maybe he uh, he cracked open and decided to try out with uh, the wife or maybe his parents came and they played a board game. Jack can tell us about uh, life with Beverly and oh, she's uh, the one for me. And also uh, some craft brews. <laughs> And Drewski mm-hmm. will will tell us about how Frodo is doing, and and mm-hmm. how um, the door, and how um the most obscure horror film you could possibly imagine. <laughs> I watch a lot of garbage. <laughs> it's okay, but yeah, <laughs> uh, she, I need to get one of those uh one of those waste management stickers, and you can slap it on the side of the bookcase <laughs> to keep all your DVDs. <laughs> Or, why is there get, a biohazard sticker on that way every time he watches one like drew approves this as waste management <laughs> <laughs> or, or one of the uh the recycling you know like the three arrows except it's like dvd 40 piece nugget trash hey we've that, we've all be been the there bar. we've all been there that'll be the bar to hit uh, yeah so what have yeah what have you guys so, been watching uh, yeah, what's uh, what are you guys been watching? Well, I think I think let's get rid of like small stuff at the beginning and then go towards our, to our the main meat. course later on. Let's see. So, I mean, I have been dealing with lots of grading because seniors have been getting their finals nice and done, and that's just that's been a lot of sitting down, going through projects, like you know, movie on in the background. Usually, it's something that I will repeat and. Uh, you know, just just have some time in order to not have to fully pay attention. But I do know what's going on. So, I mean, uh, in recent, I've been watching. I rewatched Insomnia with Al Pacino and Robin Williams. <laughs> I also you know what? And it's one that I very much enjoy. And there's not a there's not a huge amount that I'm kind of like gunning for when it comes to Tom Cruise. Mm hmm. But collateral with Jamie Foxx. Yeah, I still have never a, seen that movie the entire gotta, way through. Yeah. I've seen you bits and pieces here it. and there, but I'm always 
always just a little bit standoffish and with Tom Cruise these days. That was that before pretty Minority much these Report? past few decades. Like uh, it, it was I, sort of right around I there. Think it was, I think it was after. I think Minority it's just Report. the the Scientology stuff, and and I don't know. I mean, but one of my favorite movies is well, The Last Samurai. So I mean, he does hit my mark here and there. But like, I don't get oh, excited I for do. like Mission <laughs> Impossible like, Twelve. What? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Just. Uh, just doesn't do it for me. I feel like all the stunts that Tom Cruise does in his actual movies that he insists on doing himself are just like rip off like Chris Angel stunts that people just want to see Chris Angel fail and die at. <laughs> Honestly, I think the best role that he's done in the past Thunder. I don't know, 20 years was his Tropic little Thunder. bit piece as the uh, the sleazy producer in Tropic Thunder. That was pretty good. That was, that was, I like to see actors and actresses go outside of their like usual comfort zone. And I thought that was very much not a part I ever envisioned seeing Tom Cruise do. He's the bad guy. Well, yeah. And I think this is something that we can see in Collateral Damage where he's, he's the villain. He's very much the villain and he's calculated and he's assertive to it. And I mean, Jamie Foxx as literally like the captive cab driver you know, being taken along for the ride. I think his responses to the entire situation is very respectable. I think it's also mm. entirely relatable about like how he would probably Ooh. react. All right, we'll, we'll give you guys each a guess here. What do you think my guilty pleasure Tom Cruise movie right. watch is? Huddle, Drew. Huddle. It is not of this century. You got you get, we each get one guess. One guess. One of us needs to go with probably a Top Gun or I don't think that he's risky business deep. If he says cocktail, say, we're shutting this whole goddamn he says podcast it's not down. This. Spit it out. Spit it out. <laughs> uh, what? You know what? what? If he says it's not this century, <laughs> I got I to take win a, a prize quick look or at like, the... Don't wait for the translation. It, it, Answer the it's question. It's worth it to me. <laughs> Answer the question. Okay, you know what I'm going to go with? I'm going to go with The Firm. Okay. The Nathan? Firm. I feel like... This is Jack sometimes. Like this is Jack idea. sometimes. I don't know. I am going to say... Oh. I could be very wrong, though. If it's Jerry Maguire, I'm going to be pissed. I'm going to say Top Gun. Spit it out. Top Gun. <laughs> Cocktail. Shut. We're done. We're done. Wrap it up. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh, Elizabeth Shue. Uh, it's, it's, got, it's a great story. And, and that's my, my guilty Tom Cruise pleasure watch. That's not like action packed. It's a, got an actual little bit of a story to it. A, a story to it. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. Something that Jack did say that he did enjoy after I watched Fucking Collateral right. Damage was Source Code yep. with Jake Gyllenhaal. You re recently watched that? Yep, yep. Um, that is, as I put it, like the right amount of like Groundhog Day with suspense. Mm. And and I very much enjoyed it. Yeah, a, a first time watch for me were two films that and these were two horror movies that I had never seen. Uh, one was the 1993 uh, literary adaptation of Stephen King's The Dark Half. Fighter which I the really liked. Half. It was... Champion of the Sun. <laughs> and our good friend Larry Drake from Darkman playing Durant. 
Uh, I watched him in a 1992 (laughs) slasher uh, called Dr. Giggles. Take the fucking elephant. Um, We we rented, uh, last weekend, we rented a a Mads Mikkelsen movie called Riders of Freedom that was fantastic. It was was a foreign film. It is in Danish. It's English subtitles. Uh, But Mads Mikkelsen basically plays a soldier that uh, is deployed to the Middle East and uh, his sister, or sorry, his wife and... And his daughter are on a train and they th- say it's an accident, but uh, there there is some suspicion that a bomb went off and uh, these guys come and, and find uh, Mads and tell him their theory and they start to sort of hunt down this biker gang that they feel is responsible for assassinating somebody that was on the same train. Uh, so it's it's very gritty, but it has great humor in it as well. But Mads Mikkelsen is just just intense as fuck in it uh i highly recommend it we Hmm. really enjoyed that we had a real slutty movie it it was that that sort of movie that you find at the end of the bar like right towards last call and it's just sort of looking around and uh my wife is like i'll rent yeah because both of our credit cards are are on our (laughs) xbox account Uh, so it's sort of like who's paying for this movie and and i was like i'll pay for this one and it was called (laughs) funhouse uh new movie that we rented where it, it it was so much ridiculous fun where basically there's like a big brother uh, type of a, a situation but it it's a house that they they basically fill with failing reality tv stars and they sign this <laughs> okay. contract their agents approach them and they're like you guys are going to be playing like big brother style house all your moves are going to be recorded for five million dollar winners t- winner takes all but it's like they're trapped in this house and the viewers watching at home vote and whoever is on the lowest gets kicked out uh every three days they vote and if there's two people that are within a few percentage points of each other so if like one person's but two people are both at like 10 percent approval rating they pit them in a skill challenge which is pretty much just like to the death yeah but it's real fucked up stuff i'm not gonna go ruin mm-hmm. most of it but i'm gonna tell what the first skill challenge was where they they bring this girl into a room the rest of the contestants are watching and they lower a pinata from the ceiling and they put the blindfold on her noise canceling headphones hand her a bat and right before they have her start the pinata gets uh, rolled back up pulled back up into the ceiling and they lower the other guy that was in the skill challenge who's bound and gagged and she beats this dude to death while like the whole world and all the companions are watching and we're just sitting oh. home like oh my god oh my god and there's like a lot of weird great. social aspects to it where like the one girl like she you can choose to be clothed or not be clothed during your what? your testimonials uh so the one girl who has you know very sort of only fans vibe uh you know she's been artificially boosting her ratings by basically showing off tna uh but that that wears thin at some point so it's it's a movie that we thought was going to be real stupid but ended up being just interesting and fun as hell to watch and and just gory and just unexpected violence we're like oh oh that happened whoa I am I'm very much going to add this to the list because it just it's it sounds like a I don't know, like a a, a stupid horror uh, to watch. It, it is. But stupid horror. We watched a movie on what was it called? The The Resort. Oh, God. 
it was, it's called a resort where this woman's writing a book about haunted places and they go to this abandoned resort on a restricted island in Hawaii. It was the worst worst horror movie i've seen in years we're like it wasn't even scary Somebody throw it was just a pie. <laughs> like that stupid horror i can't stand but funhouse funhouse is great <laughs> yeah. yeah resort has mm, two and a half stars yeah yeah it was I don't, I don't know it was not good no 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 not at all and just inexplicable stuff going on like not creepy eerie ooh like just that, weird that doesn't make sense like that doesn't follow that like now the ghost Somebody is controlling the jeep something. like I, I don't get it what's going on here <laughs> well i mean uh was it was it did you uh did you see fantasy island that was kind of bad too but that was oh, better that than the resort kinda. I mean, if we're going to pit the two in a death match together, Fantasy Island, but I mean, we're, we're talking about two hobos beating each other with crutches in an alley at this point. Who will emerge victorious? <laughs> uh, I know. It doesn't oh, matter. Oh, he took off the end. Oh, he's just going wood on bone there. <laughs> maybe oh, like maybe they'll both die. But, uh, Nathan, what about you? What sort of reality TV show trash have you been watching? You, you know, you know, I've got a little bit uh, in the back pocket. Um, Gordon Ramsay's new season of uh, Hell's Kitchen is starting up soon, and the Youngins. So, it's it's uh, like yeah, the Young Guns. The Young Guns. That's right. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm 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 waiting to get a couple episodes deep so I can kind of spitfire him out not just like one and oh, done this is I craig from wisconsin is he the new face of pasta primavera <laughs> <laughs> you shut you your mouth no, <laughs> uh, no so um we just have been kind of like piecemealing out bo burnham's special on netflix i like bo burnham. Uh, is he the, the piano guy yeah i don't yes. like him a bit and too wholesome for my nature Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Or is, <laughs> have I just haven't watched him in like a decade? I don't think you've been watching the right yeah, stuff. <laughs> there's maybe or is he like, the puppet guy? No, no, no. That's no. Jeff Dunham. Okay. That's Jeff. That's Jeff Dunham. Yeah. Uh, no, right. Bo Burnham uh, is a um, pian- pianist and comedian. Does some <sighs> some stand up. However, uh, this next special they did was completely all him because it was during COVID. So he does all the lighting, all the camera work, all the songs. It's just, it's a very interesting dive. There's some, but he's hit and miss. I swear to God, he is the most one, one part will be a, like phenomenal. He'll be rolling. And the other part you're like, meh, I, this was not that good. He's the kind of guy who needs an audience. The- he very much he needs an audience to feed off of. I mean, like most comedians, honestly. You, I think you will be tamed by it, though, Graham, which is an absolute. That's genius. a show. No, it's a, it's a song, it's a, and it is an oh absolute God. genius. <laughs> the way that he films it, it's it's hilarious. But yeah, he is not. I would not label him wholesome. Um, in maybe four songs out of all of his songs are like quote-unquote wholesome but the vast 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 majority of them are either crude or are not not something that i'm like hey ethan like sing along bud you know <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't know I, you rarely ever find me watching 
stand-up specials. I feel like st- like my my stand-up comedy tastes have has sort of f- at some point in the past ten years have just frozen in time uh, along with my taste in music. Uh, mm. Where I'm just like, hey, have you heard that new band? I'm like, no. Oh, you want to hear this song? Not really. <laughs> it blinded by the lights. All right. Okay. Okay. Anyways, um, <laughs> so that's been kind of just like my if I have you know. 10 minutes or so before bed and I want to watch like one or two part just kind of like little bits of that sh- that it's just one special it's not like you know episodes but just a little bit of comedy right before bed put me in a good mood and then off to sleep um movies wise I've been digging back into things like uh, the prestige oh um, yeah oh god so good and it's one of those movies where once you know everything that happens, you can just enjoy it. You're not looking for any of the mm-hmm. of the sleight of hand or the the twist. You're just absorbing the movie. It, to to put it in Jack's words, it's like the perfect pasta dish that you've had many times before. You know the aftertaste that you're gonna get is just so well done. It lingers in your mouth, but it, and it's every time I'm like, "Ooh, there it is! Mm. Ah, Ooh. So good!" Ah, uh, this past weekend was Memorial Day weekend, and uh, I watched uh, Once Upon a Time in the West for the first time since watching it uh, for our season two. I think that was our season two kickoff episode after the second Tremors. I believe, and I had for just so. Because the last time I had been critically watching it, so we could discuss it, but this was just sitting back and just just enjoying the experience with some edibles, snifters oh. of bourbon on hand. And man, man, maybe there too. <laughs> but uh, I discovered uh, the next day that the uh, uh, soundtrack is on Apple Music, so. Like if you ever roll up to some guy driving home uh, at about uh, five thirty six o'clock in the afternoon or evening, and you you hear loud music, you think he's he's playing some some heavy metal or some rap music, and you roll down your window, and it's it's the the theme main theme from Once Upon a Time in the West. That's me. You've pulled up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's right that's right but yeah that that was pretty good uh kim's convenience did you guys ever try that on netflix no okay i i have never seen it but i've seen the trailer for the new season and it looks funny and i like the main actor yeah he he cameoed in the second season of mandalorian he was one of the x-wing yep. pilots mr mr kim yep but the, the new season of that is out. We started watching it last night. We're probably going to finish it tonight. But they're just like little 20-minute bite-sized episodes that I think are are just kind of cute and hilarious. It's so just easy watching. Now, this may be just a rumor that I heard, but Eastbound and Down is coming back. Did you guys ever watch that? <laughs> Danny My McBride. Plums. Oh, Jesus. Oh, so good. Got to take him to market. And Katie Mixon, Two plums for really one. I am okay with yeah, yeah. Uh, make the boy watch <laughs> um oh i don't God. know if that's true or not but oh did you drew it is it is it is a just a shamelessly raunchy tv series 
that has a lot of great cameos in it. But uh, Will Ferrell plays a a reoccurring character that he owns. He's like the sleazy car dealership owner. Uh-huh. And that's that. That's what I was prefacing before. But there's a, a famous uh, series of outtakes. They're on YouTube. You could watch them where Will Ferrell's just going on and on and on. And it's just the whole cast is breaking down in laughter around him because he's just getting so intense and into it. But did you did you watch it, Nathan, all the way through? Yes. And fuck that noise. I I, I love Kitty fucking powers. <laughs> it's it's one of those shows that like you you get lost in it like you just like you're like wait did i just watch four or five episodes like mm-hmm. they just they roll into each other pretty well and there's not much of a hiccup where you're like oh like i that's enough uh yeah. he's bound and down for today it's just kind of oh i'm almost done with the season all right cool and kitty powers is just sort of your comedically tragic character that whatever breaks life has thrown at him he quickly shits it away I kind of wish that this ca- that this character, like, somehow had like a backstory for the gemstones character. If they could have, t- I think the second season of that is supposed to come out sometime Maybe that later was this what year. I was hearing because I'm looking and I cannot find anything about Eastbound and Down. But if you can, Drew, it's it's a it's a, it's a fun watch. I will. I'll add it to the never-ending list. <laughs> the never-ending list. <laughs> Speaking about something that ended, You'll never though, watch it all. <laughs> Jupiter's Legacy. Oh. As quickly as it came. A legacy has ended. The greatest <laughs> trick that Netflix ever pulled was making you think there'd be a second season of Jupiter's Legacy. <laughs> and like, just oh, like that, sad. it was gone. And that's, and that's just news today. I mean, is that, that is that, that confirmed? Just, I saw you guys send so the that, text message. It was for like Yahoo uh, News or something. So, I mean, it's it's been confirmed by <laughs> triple source, multiple sources. I'll look again. Jupiter's legacy, which it's kind of sad because, like, so okay, let's talk about it for just a sec. Jupiter's legacy, in my opinion, is I would give it a like five out of ten. It is half good and half kind of like very Yeah, uh, I'd say if you had to pit uh, Jupiter's Legacy against the boys, I would happily go with the boys just because I think their, right. their storyline and their world is a little bit more cohesive. Uh, I did like right. the sort of the divergent storylines, but sometimes that got a little bit old. And the mm-hmm. cliffhanger ending where... Like the the finale, I, I don't know if I'm not going to ruin it, but I was like, all right, well, let's see what happens next. And apparently we won't. Well, I I think also just like a good warning for anyone, like we'll try our best not to spoil a lot of things. But I think full warning, like if you have not watched Jupiter's Legacy, you Get might want to like stop the episode, watch it, come back and like re and, you know, come back to this point in the episode. But yeah, I think aspects of Jupiter's Legacy are not as creative or inventive as the boys and i don't think it actually has as much of a cohesive storyline as like you know the winter Sol- falcon and winter soldier it, it doesn't have these worlds that it can like rely on and i think that the point is is that they they almost have like kind of like how jack is saying like there's too many divergent little plots it's also like a little little bit heavy on the plagiarism i mean homelander there's- is superman but that's just satire <laughs> 
But Unity and like they even showed him in like the classic Superman pose with the car above his head. Right. I mean, it's it's very tongue in cheek with homages. I yeah, it's very it's very that. I mean, like even Black Star is is very Black Star is Dark Side, and I want to say Doomsday yeah, it, it, because but the whole code Unity's well, whole code. Like they don't really explain it. It's it's not like uh, like the Ferengi's rules of acquisition, where like they're they're <laughs> laid out there. You can look them up, right? But they just sort of dance around this code, and it it just seems like basically like don't kill anybody, be the better person. And it just reminds me of uh, the guy from Waterworld, like oh the code, oh smell it, oh touch it, oh the code, oh it's so good. His biggest thing about the code just seems to be. Like, I mean, it, I mean, however many rules there are, it, it seems to come down to like a central do thing. Do no like, harm. We apparently don't low. Yeah, like do no harm, like or or at least do do not kill. Like like it's lower. Like do not lower yourself to the, you know, to the expectations that like a villain would do, because even like the therapist in the show says, you know, to, to Sheldon, to Utopia, like your your enemies will not hesitate to kill you. Like that there is no question about that. And he's like, oh, I know we both know that they won't. And I mean, there's there's so much drama. There's so much drama when Paragon like cracks in Black Star or clone Black Star's face. And he's like, you killed him. It's like uh, I saved you and mom and maybe like two other people that were the taking seven the of code. us, seven of us to take on this guy. And not only that, but like if he was going to go, quote unquote, like nuclear, like what does that even mean? Is he going to blow up like that entire hillside and they all die? Well, no, they like, explained they explain that. They it's said they said that it would have taken nuclear. out the state. Yeah. So uh, there there is a point where it's like, mm, you need to. Right. But yeah, no, that's what, and that's what makes it this. The the character it, I was it, fascinated yeah. with the most was Brainwave. Oh, yeah. And I thought his character yeah. was the most different between the two storylines. Like he was sort of right. a scrawny pencil mustached, you know, the brother uh, when they're they're trying to lead up to getting their superpowers. And he's just this like bearded cut like real on the level guy uh, in you know present time. I really enjoyed his storyline and seeing where where it would go. Yeah. But then how does how are other people getting their powers? So I thought about that and I kept wondering like is it like genetically like, do they open down? Pandora's box it, and it's just like it's open uh, well, now? So so I thought it was like genetically passed down through everybody and I'm like well that doesn't make any sense because I mean they are like about a hundred years old at least. But if you if you remember when they were on the island. And they went and they touched the, I don't know, the alien plant, the neon <laughs> colored alien plant that it almost had, like resembled like Power Ranger uh, colors. What did um, it cost you? Everything. Everything. <laughs> everything. So when they touched that and it imbued them with whatever abilities is going to happen, there was like this big explosion that just like left the island and it just like sent ripples f away from the island. And if you noticed everybody on the boat, as soon as it like passed through them or even around them almost like the those little symbols started like showing up on their skin they started glowing and then they kind of okay. drifted away so i think they did kind of like how jack is saying they opened pandora's box and now i think it's just kind of like a dice roll who ends Wild up with magic table who, well. <laughs> <laughs> well and that seems to be the case where like it's not always going to be like amazing powers right but everybody seems to be able to fly that seems to be the common power amongst like everybody, unless you have like the character Ruby 
like her her power is just simply she I don't know she dons she somehow like creates armor around her body yeah. and that's it and she can fly so so not everything is I like were amazing to rank this amongst other some other uh or like correlate it between like umbrella academy um i would even or, go as yeah umbrella academy yeah. especially or the last as, i mean jack umbrella would probably know better was, was, was jack would know amazing. better but like maybe doom patrol doom patrol was also good um that again jupiter's legacy is coming in underneath both those shows and i would even go as far as to say the the hbo series watchmen that came out last year which i was, was going to go even older and keep it hbo but heroes where you have oh. the first season that's the first so season good, is like it's very top good. notch. Second season, pretty it's so good. good. And then third season, it is the roller coaster cliff dive where you're like, whoa, 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 go, whoa, 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 what happened? What? It starts to go down because that was at the time of the writer's strike. So like, like a lot. It's, it's like watching episodes after episodes yes. of somebody just slowly well, shooting they, they were almost like getting lazy and it was starting to get like rushed. That's really what it was. They were getting rushed. And like they were writing out like, okay, like what's what would be a cool superpower? Okay, let's just enter this person in that has no bearing to the story. And once you have a supervillain that is able to acquire <laughs> and then Silas just comes in. He's like, oh, that's nice. I want that. Well, did you guys do Flesh and Bone? Not yet. I mean, not that yet. was a recent. Not not yet, but uh, it is on I, the list. You know, it's it's a, a different beast from jupiter's legacy but i'd almost say that that was a little bit better as far as just cohesive storyline and and a of a, a plot that was seems like it was at least going somewhere for jupiter's legacy they were just sort of like well we're going to reanimate this dead dude's brain and just dive in and you know my daddy's watch was inside of a mole what does that mean what does that mean nobody knows and you're never gonna find out because <laughs> it's canceled because it's canceled <laughs> did you guys see uh, the nevers on hbo not yet. Not yet. Again, another one that's like on the list. That was like Victorian age X Men. But then it, it, the last episode, it got really weird where it like transitioned like to the future, and there was uh -huh. there was like they were like using like guns and starships and shit. Whoa. But that was only oh. like for like thirty minutes, and you're like, what just happened? So they pulled they pulled a Scott Bakula in Enterprise. Yeah, so, so like, yeah, he, he suddenly went to like the 25th century. It's like, do you see this, Captain? This is the time war. Yeah. This is what the, you the are, this is what you're causing. The temporal war is like, this is what you're causing. Oh. Uh, but there was, uh, I'm, I'm on season three now of Deep Space Nine. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, we're heading towards the Dominion War. We, we're not there yet, but the Jem'Hadar, the, the Vorta, the, the founders, they've all been uh, uh, introduced. But one of the first episodes in season three, uh, or it's the tail end of season two, is called the House of Quark. Yes. And uh, they, Quark's got a drunken Klingon in his bar, refuses to pay his tab, tries to attack Quark, and is so drunk he falls and impales himself on his own knife. But this was like the head of a house, like a head of a Klingon house. So uh, basically the wife kidnaps Quark, marries him and makes him the head of this house. And it's just Klingon politics. And uh, it's it's a great, great episode. It's one of the reasons that I think DS9 shines so much as I, I don't want to say better than the next generation, but just the, a good successor to better than yeah. i would say voyager and definitely enterprise though they both have their own places i guess mm -hmm. you must 
you must text me when the like Ocean's Eleven Ferengi episode. Oh God, happens. that's uh, that's, uh, that's they they kidnap they kidnap Moogie. Oh Moogie, Moogie. Okay, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and Nathan's, Nathan's, Nathan's like, <laughs> just like stared off into space. You need to get watch. on this Star Trek so you can you can enjoy it with us. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't watch Star Trek, you can join me uh, <laughs> not knowing what the fuck they're talking about. The reality TV competition shows are Star Trek. Ah, you know what I'm doing tonight. <laughs> Is this the another episode of Wipeout? <laughs> Let's go. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Ethan, uh, you know what? For the last little bit, I'll explain. Um, Ethan watches The Floor is Lava on Netflix, yeah. and... I'll be honest, there'll be times <laughs> when I'm like getting him ready for for school in the morning and he's watching an episode and I'll sit there and I'll just kind of be watching it and he'll leave the room. I'm like, I'm like, there's no fucking way they're going to make that jump. No, they're definitely. Oh, I knew it. Ethan, where'd you go? Oh, oh. Hey, Ethan, where'd you, where'd you go? Okay, turn- Brooks like, he's already, he's like, he's in the car. <laughs> <laughs> and he's been fed breakfast. What are you doing, Nathan? I need help. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what have you guys been playing? Uh man, I honestly haven't been really playing anything. I've actually like my gaming has taken a very like secured backseat to a lot of my viewing. And which is which is not good. I did, however, a couple I mean, this is kind of like retrograding my answer, but a couple of months back, I did download uh, Magic the Gathering Arena. So mm-hmm. I, I was playing a little Magic the Gathering online uh, with my friend Jordan. So that was, I mean, that's fun. And it's still there. I haven't, I haven't like, you know, uh, deleted it yet. I still have the uh, Magic the Gathering 2013 and 2014. Uh, they were released probably on PlayStation, but they were re- released on Xbox as well for the 360. Mm-hmm. But uh, I still play that occasionally with my buddy John. Like, I wish that they kept on releasing updated versions, but at one point they just released, like, a monetized version of the game where before you could spend, like, 15 bucks and you could get all the starter decks and then you could go through the campaign and unlock other decks. But this one, like, you are actually, like, buying card packs. Yeah. And, like, if there's no tangible benefit to that, like, what's the point? And it just got real grindy. I've been playing Outriders Ooh. on Xbox. It's it's a lot of fun, but it's also still really broken. Mm. Like, like if you get three people together, you get prepared for everyone or somebody to get kicked out of the game at least two or three times over the course <laughs> of an hour. And it just gets real frustrating, but it's so much fun. It's like, uh, it's like a, almost like a like a heroin. Like, oh, is it too much this time? Oh, <laughs> it's worth uh, the risk. And then I re-downloaded uh, Star Trek Online because they have uh, like a new Discovery content, and I've been playing I that. I, I think that's I do such that a, about... That's such a trashy game. It's it's it fun, is. but it's like it's so brainless for the most part. I think I do that about every like two years. I'll re-download it, and I'm all like, "All right, let's get back to that Ferengi captain." This is the year <laughs> right. of Star Trek. Here we go. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> I mean, you you either like set your ship on like a course to obviously the planet or the mission that you're going to. And it's all like, all right, well, this is going to take a while. Oh, I could pay to get there now. 
no <laughs> yeah it's like every five or six levels it's like you well here's your free shitty new starter uh, uh yeah starship but uh you could pay 10 bucks and have this like really kind of cool one yeah no. so <laughs> yeah Nathan, what about you? I have been, uh, I had purchased it a while ago when it was on sale, and it kind of self on, set on the the Steam shelf for quite a while. But Jur- as games are wont as, to do, as they are to do, Jurassic Park Evolution, and I have been having just a grand old time of my tycoon itch scratched on this side, and releasing dinosaurs into the park to watch them destroy my own creation on the other side it's it's beautiful watching them fight each other tranquilizing them taking control of the the helicopter and going give me the gun (laughs) clever girl shoot her so yeah that that game is um providing quite the content for the amount that i purchased it for i I believe like three dollars and eighty like it was Mm. on a super cheap deal at one point and i was like well i they're practically giving it away did you guys ever play uh they were console games i I think i'm not sure if they were on pc but they were Baldur's gate dark alliance one and dark alliance two absolutely no they were sort of like uh games ever like dungeons and dragons like almost diablo style uh, oh yeah no i know what they now i know what they are but i know i did not play well Sorry. they later on this month they have a new version dungeons of dragons dark alliance coming out where you can play dritzed and uh have you know probably summon gwen havar and uh was it the, what's the dwarf drew who had the, the uh no, he wasn't a cleric, but oh well. He had Katie Bree, who was his adopted human daughter, and yeah, then no, there was I, Wolfgar, no. who was like the barbarian. Uh, you can play all these characters. It's like third person combat, um, but not not more not in the vein of what Diablo and the original Dark Alliance games were, where it's it's a little bit more Neverwinter Nights uh, like ish. No, uh, like. Like actual like combat combat, like less spell slinging and more like, you know, rolling in and doing some dirty stuff with your scimitars and your your shields and shit. That's weird because they had a Dark Alliance a long time ago. Okay, so that's fantastic. That's great. So it's supposed to drop on Xbox Game Pass day one, uh, which means it'll probably be full of bugs, uh, just like Outriders. But, you know, to be continued, I'll probably download that and we'll see how it goes. It's supposed to be co-op, so that could always be fun. Saddle up. Well, I think that that about does it for this mini episode. Uh, what do you guys think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we I'm, I'm good. got yeah, it all I'm- out. Yeah. And folks, remember, we want to hear what you guys are watching, comment about what we're watching and playing, and don't hold back. If you think that Star Trek is garbage, we want to hear it. Oh, we yeah. Call want- up the Tooch line. <laughs> Tell me why Enterprise is far superior Wait. to uh, DS9. Say your team name. Or why Voyager d- deserves a little bit more respect. Why Gordon uh, Ramsay. Sh- and, and I'll get the Pon Far going, and we'll just... We'll, We'll work this out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we want to know exactly how much of an idiot sandwich uh, you can make out for uh, Gordon Ramsay's Hell's Kitchen. So if you if you want to call and either tell us what you're watching, 
challenge what we're watching, give us a challenge to watch something, uh, please call the Tooch line 661-376-0030. You can always hit us up on Twitter at RealFeelsPod or on Instagram and Facebook. Just search for the Real Feels Podcast or send an email at RealFeelsPodcast at gmail.com. There isn't a clown in my living room. It's just Beverly with her chew toy if that's bit, coming over okay. the audio. <laughs> Beverly. <laughs> it's it's a squeaky Yoda. Oh, Beverly. Oh, that's fun. I gave I gave Frodo a uh, a little plush Yoda that he uh, that he plays with sometimes. Mm. Mm. All right. Well, uh, until next time, you're the realist and the feels real feels what you watch it. Excellent. Wow, 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 wow.